Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Welcome to Spark Rentals Facebook Live and eventual podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Last week, I had the opportunity to invest, um, to invest, to talk to Sharon Vornholt, who talks about probate investing. And she was quite interesting, actually. It was something that I never even thought of doing. And now I kind of looked into it and I'm going to consider it. Um, Today, we have Brian back (laughs) and he's back home. And we're going to be uh, speaking all about HELOCs for down payments on rental properties. Um, So if you have any questions, pop them in the chat box and also let us know where you're, um, you know, tuning in from. So without further ado, Brian, let's jump in and and just kind of give us a brief on what a, a HELOC is. Sure. So HELOC stands for Home Equity Line of Credit. It's a rotating credit line, kind of like a credit card that you can draw on as you want and then pay down at your own speed. Uh, unlike an installment loan, like a like a home mortgage or a car loan where you have a fixed loan amount and you have to make fixed monthly payments towards every month. Um, yeah, it's a rotating credit line. So you can pull money from it as needed and pay it back at your own pace. But so, it is secured against real estate, uh, unlike a credit card. So if you default, the lender uh, files foreclosure. Against I buy property. a house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, you can take them on a rental property. That's right. And a lot of landlords don't know that. Um, and to be fair, a lot of lenders don't do that. <laughs> so um, in fact, most lenders only offer HELOCs against primary residences. There are a handful of lenders out there who do offer them against uh, either investment properties like rental properties uh, or second homes. Like, you know, if you have a vacation home that you use part of the year and maybe rent out on Airbnb another part of the year, um, there are a couple of lenders that, that do lend against those properties as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I have put a link that um, talks a little bit about or a lot about uh, how to get HELOCs on investment properties. What other uses can they provide for? Sure. So there's a couple of things you can do with HELOCs as a real estate investor. So the most obvious one and the one that you know we've been talking about already is drawing on it to cover the down payment for a new rental property. So when you take out a rental property mortgage, you typically need to put down at least 20%, often 25% or even 30%. So that can end up being a lot of money, right? You know, if you're if you're taking out a a $300,000 property or buying a $300,000 property, uh, 20% on that is $60,000. So mm-hmm. most of us don't have that sitting around collecting dust in our savings account. Uh, so you can tap into your HELOC to, to cover some or all of that down payment. Um, it's worth noting that with investment property loans, you can borrow the down payment, whereas home mortgages mm. you know, for your primary residence, they don't typically let you borrow the down payment ask you on the, the mortgage application, is any part of the down payment borrowed? And you have to select yes or no. And if yes, then you have to answer a bunch of questions about it and they probably won't lend you money. Um, wow. 
But with investment property mortgages, they do typically allow you to borrow the down payment. Okay. So, uh, so you can so you can tap your HELOC for a down payment for, to buy a new rental property. You can also tap your HELOC to renovate an existing property that you have, uh, or to renovate a property that you are about to buy. Um, you know, without having to uh, get take out a, a purchase rehab loan specifically, you know, from like a hard money lender. So you can you can tap your HELOC to cover that renovation funding or financing. Um, you can also theoretically buy a property outright if you're buying a cheap property and you mm -hmm. have a, a big HELOC. <laughs> you could theoretically you know pull the money directly from your HELOC and use that to buy the property in cash. Um, you know, I actually at one time I bought a, a low end property that needed a lot of work. Uh, I bought it on credit cards. You know, I, I pulled the money. Wow. Out of credit cards to, to buy the property and to renovate it. Um, and then over the next few months, I, I very aggressively paid down that that credit card balance. Uh, that's not something that I recommend for the average investor. Um, <laughs> you know, you can quickly run into trouble with those, you know, 24% credit card interest rates. And uh, you have to be, you have to know for a fact that you can pay off that balance really fast, like within a few months, basically. Um, but yeah, with a HELOC, you know, it's, it's flexible financing that you can, you can tap into whenever you need it. And then you can, um, you know, repay it on your own schedule. So, uh, whether that's a down payment, whether it's buying a property outright in cash, whether that's renovating a property, uh, you can do all those things, or, you know, you can put it towards growing your real estate business, you know, things like sending out uh, a bunch of direct mailers, right. Um, you know, cause there is a cost associated with that sort of thing, uh, you know, using, software like you know we we use PropStream for example to to right. find um you know foreclosures or properties with tax liens and tax sale um and then of course mailing those people so you can of course use a HELOC to fund that activity as well and by the way it's worth mentioning we didn't talk about this earlier with with exactly what is a HELOC and how it works uh he, oftentimes HELOCs have two phases so there's a draw phase where you can use it like a credit line, an open credit line, like we've talked about. Um, often HELOCs will switch over to a, a pay down phase where it, it locks and you can't pull money out anymore. And at that point, it basically starts functioning like a traditional mortgage, like an installment loan where you have to make regular monthly payments to pay down your balance within a certain time frame. Uh, so just something to note. Curious, I'm gonna ask, um, is there any time where it's better to get a, um, refinance cash out instead of the HELOC. Yeah. So I, I'm not a big fan of refinancing. I mean, you know, there are of course times when it makes sense. Uh, you know, if, if you, for some reason took out a, an original mortgage with a really high interest rate, um, and now you qualify for a way lower interest rate, you know, it can maybe make sense to refinance for the lower interest rate. Uh, like you said, there are times when you may want to refinance to pull out a whole bunch of cash and put it towards something like a down payment on a new property. I still think HELOC is, is a better bet for that um, for a couple of reasons. You know, one, it's more flexible. Two, you don't have to um, open an entirely new mortgage loan and restart your amortization schedule. Okay. So, you know, that concept gets complicated quickly um, for people who don't know how amortization works. But when you take out a, a mortgage, the at the very beginning of the loan, most of your monthly payment goes towards interest. And then over the 
lifetime of your loan that changes and with each payment you pay a little less towards interest and a little more towards principal so you don't want to restart from zero with that where most of your monthly payment is going towards interest um, and you also don't want to extend your debt horizon that much further into the future by by refinancing and having your your payoff date be 30 years from now instead of 30 years from 10 years ago when you when you first took out the loan um, so I, I don't, I never really recommend refinancing unless there's a very specific reason why. Here's what I would propose for someone who has some equity in their property and they want to use that equity towards a down payment on a new property or towards buying a new property. And if, the, if you don't want to take out a HELOC for some reason, one thing that you can potentially negotiate with the lender is a blanket mortgage where they put a lien not only against the new property that you're buying, but instead of a down payment, they put another lien, a second lien against your existing property with equity in it. Okay. So they cover 100% of your purchase price. You don't have to put down a down payment, but they do take additional collateral from you by putting another lien against your existing property that has Ooh. equity in it. Very cool. We have so that, uh, Tim Dooley saying, hey guys. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. Um, Happy New Year. He said HELOCs are getting harder to find. Um, I'm going to actually put a link in um, to a company called Figure, um, where that's what they do. And we have a question um, from Maritza. What are your thoughts on refi till you die concept? Well, there's a, so I'm not opposed to it. But there's a, uh, so here's, here's the, here a quick breakdown of how that works. So you buy a rental property when you're young uh, with, say, a 30-year mortgage. Uh, over the next 30 years, your, your tenants pay off that mortgage for you, basically. And then suddenly you find yourself with a, a free and clear rental property on your hands uh, with a lot more equity in it, you know, 30 years down the road. Um, so at that point, you could keep it with no mortgage, of course, uh, and just pocket all of the, uh, the cash flow each month. Um, but the refi till you die strategy is that you go out and you uh, take out a new mortgage on that once you've paid it off. And, um, that way you get to pull equity out of the property. You don't have to owe any taxes on it. Um, when you die, that wow. property goes to your children and they, there's, there's less equity in it then as well. So you know, they don't have to pay taxes on that if, if you're over the, uh, the uh, exemption for inheritance taxes. Um, so, so that, that all makes sense to me and that all is fine. You know, you avoid capital gains taxes. You never sell the property, but you can still keep tapping equity in it. What I don't like is when people keep refinancing like every five years or every 10 years oh. rather than paying off the property in full before going out and taking on another mortgage. Um, because then you, you just keep extending your debt, debt horizon and keep yeah. uh, restarting your amortization schedule from scratch rather than, you know, getting later on in your mortgage where actually a huge chunk of your monthly payment is going towards paying down your principal. That only typically happens in the last five or 10 years of a 30 year mortgage. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for the first 20, 25 years of a 30 year mortgage, most of your payment is going towards interest. So, uh, so yeah, the refi to you diet concept, I like it. If you are paying off your mortgage in full before you go out and refinance, okay. um, I don't like the idea of people going out and every few years refinancing. Uh, keep in mind too, you're going to pay thousands of dollars in closing costs every time that you refinance a loan. And that's money that is just flushed down the toilet. Mm 
Right. So, uh, you know, yeah, and I think we, they is... do for people forget <clears throat> about that because, to be honest with you, the um, lenders make it so appealing, but they don't right. tell you that part. <laughs> right. They 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 sweep it under the rug by saying, "Oh, we'll just roll it into the loan." Mm-hmm. You're still paying for it. Right. <laughs> I mean, in fact, you're paying interest <laughs> on it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, and by the way, so Denny, you mentioned Figure a minute ago as an example of a, a lender who does offer HELOCs. Um, I wanted to just comment a couple things about Figure that are awesome. First of all, they do offer HELOCs against rental properties and against second homes, which nice. not many lenders do. Um, you know, like we talked about a few minutes ago. So that is one thing that makes them stand out. They're also they're a, a disruptive fintech company. Uh, I think out of you know the Silicon Valley. Um, but it's it's all handled remotely. I mean, they, so they typically approve your request within a day of you applying, and they fund you within five days typically. So wow. they're really fast. They do a virtual settlement. You don't have to drive in somewhere and sit down with a, a notary. They have a virtual notary that sits down with you on, in a little Zoom meeting. Uh, it's it's really efficient and really fast. Um, so check out Figure. They're 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 pretty good. That's um, awesome. Now, what if, what if you don't have equity? Is there any, any other things that you can do? Yeah. So, you know, like I said earlier, I, I once bought a property with credit cards, <laughs> um, but you can, you can get a little bit more sophisticated than that than just using your, your personal credit card. Like I did, um, you can open business credit cards and unsecured Ooh. business lines of credit. Uh, so we work with a company called Fund and Grow, which we highly recommend. It's uh, it's like a business credit concierge service, for lack of it a better way of putting it. Blew my mind when I first heard <laughs> about that concept. Yeah, so they they will sit down with you and they will help you open between typically between one hundred fifty thousand and two hundred fifty thousand dollars in business credit lines. Now that's not all one line of credit or one credit card. That's, that's a combination of a bunch of, of credit lines and credit cards. Um, so they'll, they'll do like three rounds of fundraising as they call it over the course of a year uh, where they help you open these credit lines and, and credit cards, all unsecured. They're not secured against any of your properties, not your primary residence, not your rental properties, all unsecured. Um, and then they also show you how to how to tap into those for real estate investing in particular, you know, how to pull money out with, with minimal uh, cash advance fees. You know, they use a company called like plastic and it, it's, it's pretty good. They, it, it's a large one-time fee. Um, but once you pay, I think it's, I don't know, somewhere around $4,000, but they'll help you open, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of, of unsecured business credit lines. And, and um, summit like a summit zero uh, credit. Or zero interest for a little while, anyway. For an introductory period, yeah, and and sometimes those introductory periods are pretty long. Sometimes they're like eighteen months. So, um, yeah, no, it's a it's a great service. We highly recommend them. Um, we've actually we've done a webinar with them before, actually, that shows you exactly how to use their uh, business credit lines for real estate investing. Uh, so we'll, we'll share a link to that webinar as well. Um, now, Maritza also said she loves plus. Plastic, yeah, yeah. So, uh, plastic is, is that's the service where you can pull money out of your credit cards without paying the credit card company a cash advance fee. Okay. 
Now they still charge a fee. I think it's somewhere like two and a half, two point seven five percent, which is still lower than the credit card companies charge you, which usually starts right. at like four percent for cash advances on your credit card. So, and credit card companies put a limit on your cash advances that you can pull out of, which is way lower than your total credit limit, right? For mm -hmm. for credit cards, uh, so plastic gets around that as well. Gotcha. With um, Fund and Grow that you were talking about, they also help you do this without um, either to build your credit or because oftentimes you will open a credit card, you'll take, you'll use that money, but it'll affect your credit. Um, right. So it does. When you, when you apply for new lines of credit, uh, it will ding your credit temporarily. Um, Fund and Grow will actually scrub your, they'll, they'll scrub that off of your credit report in between each round of, of fundraising. So they'll, they'll help you um, clean all the detritus and all the dings off of your credit report um, in between each time that they help you open these lines of credit. So wow. yeah, no, it's a great service. Awesome. And I did include the link for Fun and Grow and the webinar. The webinar is pretty cool. Um, definitely worth watching. And what else do you have for us, Brian, regarding this? That's it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's a pretty simple concept. You know, you open a HELOC or these unsecured business credit lines and you can tap into them uh, whenever you like uh, and to put towards down payments, towards, you know, repairs and renovations, towards, you know, buying cheap properties outright. Um, and you pay it back at your own speed. You know, a lot of real estate investors will kind of churn this over, um, you know, do things like the, the, the Burr method, um, you know, buy renovate, um, rent, refinance, repeat. So you can use these credit lines uh, and you can kind of churn through these um, and then pull your money back out from a long-term mortgage when you refinance these these fixer-uppers for, uh, for long-term rentals. So uh, yeah, flexible funding never hurts. Gotcha. Tim said, I think he made a mistake, only their songs or any dings? Uh, so they, they'll help you clean up your credit report uh, and, and remove those dings from applying. Um, oh, okay. He's oh. saying, but will they just remove, you know, Fund and Grow's dings or anybody's? Uh, I think anybody's. Uh, and they'll also help you fix any errors on your credit report as well. If, if you, and which, by the way, a lot of people have errors on their credit reports because, you know, when you think about it, the credit agencies, the credit bureaus are processing trillions of transactions mm -hmm. a month across hundreds of millions of Americans. They're going to make mistakes and they're going to make a lot of them. So you'd be surprised how many people are running around out there with uh, errors on their credit reports yeah. that are costing them points on, on their, their credit scores. So, um, yeah, they'll, they'll help you clean that up, um, you know, before each round of finance of uh, fundraising, uh, and they do three rounds of fundraising total over the course of one year when you sign up with them. All right, cool. Well, thank you, Brian. That was, um, very informative. And if anybody has any questions after we, kind of close things up here, just reach out to us at either Brian at sparkrental.com or Denise at sparkrental.com. And please let us know if you have any topics you want covered. We're ready, willing, and able to cover them. And I think that's it. That is it. But yeah, you know, as you guys know, it's a mom and pop business over here. Denny and I read all of these suggestions ourselves and we take them seriously because we want to talk about what you want to hear about. So exactly. <laughs> let us know what you want to hear about. And uh, you know, we've, we've got some, some really exciting content coming up in 2022, some good webinars, um, which are always free. Um, 
and some good uh, podcast guests coming up, some some great articles on the blog and interviews. And we are super pumped to be with you guys, uh, you know, this year and every year. So absolutely. And happy note, new year again, everyone. And thank you, Tim, for your kind words. And thank you for Maritza for your questions. All right, you guys. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side.